0: Today, we have with us Dan Connolly with C Squared Advisors. Welcome, Dan.
1: Uh, thank you, Lee. Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about C Squared Advisors. How are you serving folks?
1: Sure. Uh, we are a um, boutique investment bank that serves the um, franchise and multi-unit industry. Uh, we're we're not focused on the store-level operations. We're more uh, in the advice business uh strategic advice, financial advice. We help folks, um, you know, buy and sell their companies, put put the valuation on those companies. Um, sometimes we'll, we'll get involved with partnership valuations, help them obtain capital, both the debt and equity variety. And, um, you know, really, really kind of be there for the long term. The, these folks spend an inordinate amount of time building their businesses. And it's nice to have an independent voice when they need to make, um, you know. Big decisions, whether to buy or sell, grow, contract, bring in partners, and so on, and we're we're there to help them every step of the way.
0: But primarily, your advice is in in and around the financing.
1: It, it, it is it's around the financing, uh, the mergers and acquisitions. That uh, you know, what, when's the right time to potentially uh, buy into companies, sell companies? What's the market uh, going in that direction? And 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 help them uh, through that process. Yes
0: so now if they're not uh working with you are they working with like a traditional banker who doesn't maybe have the depth of knowledge within the franchise industry
1: i mean they they, they certainly are free to to some, some try to do it on their own uh some can work with 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 other folks um you know our our team we we have a, assembled a team of six we have three of us have come from uh originally started on the franchisor side of of the equation i i started my franchising career at Dunkin' Donuts, two of my other partners started at Wendy's. So we have um, a very good line of sight into um, the mechanics and the mentality of, of what some of these larger franchise groups do and that that, that helps quite a bit. Um, our other folks came from from the banking sector and, and they, they bring some you know national level expert services as to how to um, attract and obtain the right um, financing to grow, grow your networks and, and your businesses
0: but when folks are working with you, are they looking to grow or are they looking to exit or is it a mixture?
1: Yeah, it's definitely both. Um, I I think we, we, we try to help along the way, um, to grow. It's, it's, it's about finding the right capital, aligning yourself with the right opportunities. Uh, we spend a lot of time with, with folks that, that are, are in the beginning of the stages and they're looking for the right acquisition opportunities. And we, we, we spend, um, quite a bit of time trying to, write, trying to find that right fit. Uh, conversely, uh, when when folks in, in groups have realized that they're um, at the end of their career and, and wanna harvest their equity and, and many of these franchisees, uh, a vast, vast majority of their family's net worth is, is tied up in the business. We'll, we'll spend um, time working with those folks, and, and, and usually it's six to nine months even before um, they're ready to sell, get, get the books and records in shape, um, you know, have all the documents ready to go, make sure they've had the right conversations with, with their partners, their family members. Their, um, if they're in a franchise system, it's, it's important to speak to the brand about your intentions, and then we really get them ready for market as well.
0: So then it sounds like you can be working with them for a long time. You can be helping them grow up to the point where they're ready to exit and then helping them along the lines from that standpoint as well.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I, I would say that's it, 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 most times that's how it happens, that we've been there during the journey, helping them grow. And, and, and as a result, the trust is there, the, the connections there. And when it comes time to, to, to harvest that, that um, equity, we're, we're usually there to um, be part of that process as well.
0: So now as we're come, kind of coming out of, uh, COVID here in the United States, um, did that impact the business in terms of, um, more people looking to take advantage of that? Cause there was a lot of real estate opportunities happening during COVID still happening. And then there was some people that were struggling and then maybe had to exit prematurely.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a whirlwind year plus for everybody here and, um, uh, businesses as, as, um, is no exception for from where we stand uh we do a lot of work in the franchise restaurant industry uh, a lot of that is in in QSR, quick service restaurants so that that is the um some of the larger chains that a lot of your listeners will know that that's the wendy's the burger king mcdonald's dunkin donuts taco bell popeyes brands like that and you know to the extent that that your brand um had a drive-through uh that they would they they had a strong mobile ordering platform that they um you know were able to keep their employees they they may have done, may have um, actually done uh, and grown grown market share in sales through through the um, pandemic and and, and also the, some of that was regional um and you know some some areas were hit worse at certain times um and then if your stores were more suburban and able to be accessed with folks staying home that that may have helped versus some that were or in the inner cities or, or business districts that, that didn't get the traffic um, that they normally got pre-COVID. So it, it, it became a, a big uh, question and answer of it just depends. And we spent a lot of time working with folks, finding out what what COVID did for them and, and how to react and, and put yourself in the best position as a result of the business factors going on.
0: Um, what about uh, the lending environment in regards to COVID? What changes did you see there?
1: Um, well it's quite a bit uh, we've definitely seen um, a, a lot emerging in the banking system and many and, and many banking partners um, have have um, you know first first kind of looked paused their pause their lending and then uh, now as, as things start to open up they've um, they've come back and, and are looking for looking for new loans and looking for um, great opportunities and really what what we did is we we kind of uh, Went through our went through our database and our and, and pulled about a hundred lending contacts in the industry that we've we've all done business with over the years and and we basically employed, if you will, a stoplight um, analogy and and, and tried to figure out uh, where where which banks were in which category and if that's red, yellow, and green. It's you know green was that they're open for business and 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 their bank was healthy and they're ready to go. Red was you know there weren't really um, available to take business and, and it wasn't the right spot and uh, many banks were in a, in the caution yellow spot and, and it became a matter of it just depends and, and we really spent a lot of time working with them and working with our clients to figure out our our clients capital needs and to make sure um when when they were ready to go and access the capital markets that they were um working with the banking institutions that were in the green light category. So that, that's been ongoing. Um, the good news is that as we're coming out of this, more more banks are, are, are getting their, their business back in order and, and getting back into the green category. And, and we're seeing um, a presumption of, I wouldn't say business as usual, but it's definitely picking up and optimism has is, is come back for sure as the, the vaccinations have got um, more arms each day.
0: Now, in your work, um, you mentioned a lot of the larger brands um, that you work with. It, is there a place for those emerging franchises in your system, or do you primarily serve the larger enterprise level franchises?
1: No, um, we 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 can take up uh, we smaller firms um, or or. Our um, founding partner Cardi Davis is, is started with the Sports Clip franchise back when it was, I think, one or two hundred units, it's up over two thousand units now. Uh, he, he built a business starting with uh, one store and it's I think 70, 70, 75 plus stores. So we're we're very comfortable working um with, with some of the smaller startup brands as well. We're we're a boutique firm, we get to pick and choose our clients. They, and and we like working with folks that um, you know, have a story, have, have a work ethic and and want to go on the journey with us. So while well, we, we definitely have some of the larger tier uh, brands, uh, where we're excited when we, we can work with some of the uh, embryonic and startup ones as well.
0: What advice would you give those uh, startup brands if you were advising them in terms of getting their financial house in order to have that kind of strong roadmap for growth and eventual exit?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, I think it's definitely important to um, work on, on the unit level economics of, of a brand. Uh, And then clearly, you know, these brands spend a lot of time doing that. And and once you do that, I think if you can, you can replicate that in a a different market, a different DMA or or city, you show that the the brand has some um, ability to move geographies. Once you, to me, once you have those two things, you're, you're, you're kind of ready to grow and take that next step and keep growing. So the you know unit level economics work from a, a franchisor perspective. It allows them to attract and maintain high caliber franchisees. When a franchisee's making money, they're more apt to um, grow and want to grow and, and and grow quickly. And and by, by and large, that that will attract the right capital, both from um, a debt and a, a equity standpoint. And and once the banks get comfortable and understand that 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 these things or that that this particular business is growing and and um, performing well from a um, profit standpoint, they're the more apt to get in and be part of that growth story as well.
0: Now, are you seeing more um, franchisees becoming uh, being more of these kind of professional franchisees, where they have multiple brands and they have systems in place where in a certain region they can have complementary brands and they can just serve all of them all together, as opposed to maybe once upon a time there was that you know, the, the person that just got laid off or wants to change careers at the, at the, you know, second act kind of people where they're just now, okay, I'm going to just do this now because it's the new thing. Cause I need to do something.
1: Yeah. I mean, there, there are certainly, um, fran- franchise opportunities for folks like that. Um, we spend more time in the, the, you know, the tier one brands, uh, that, and it, at that point, you start. You really do see the professional capital coming in with the family office and private equity. They've really gotten used to to the franchise model, the the predictability of the cash flow, and are always looking to scale opportunities. So, um, yeah, they've 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 really put a lot of professional management into their franchise teams, and it's it's not uncommon to find you know 100, 200, 300 store unit that a group that may have two to four brands and and multiple cities and. You know they're thriving. They're they're hiring. Um, you know on Main Street USA, they're hiring those employees. They're supporting the local communities. They're working with the franchisor for new opportunities, and um, yeah, they've done well as in in that regard as well.
0: Now, um, as the franchising industry kind of keeps continues to mature and grow, and and I see no stopping it at this point. I'm sure you would agree. Having a team like yours on board. It, stops becoming a nice to have and becomes almost a must have, right? Because you need this kind of brainpower and connections in order to really leverage what you got.
1: Well, yeah, we like to think so. Um, we, we've, we've had uh, some of our clients for a long time. Uh, we, you know, they become friends, they become uh, business associates. You, you see them at the conventions, uh, you know, and we, we are optimistic that, um, you know, maybe, maybe not the next couple of months, but once we get, get through this, that the, the in-person meetings will happen. Um, and it's, you know, the, the relationships are important long-term uh, we definitely see um, the need to stick with these folks. And, you know, when, when you're ready, when you're ready to sell, we, we hope and expect that you've taken the steps to get ready. And it, and, and so when, when it comes time to show the market, what you have, everything's in order. And if that's the case, then you're going to get, you're going to get the best uh, exit value possible. And and then the incoming buyer is set up for success as well. You know, that, the. The, the leases are set up, the franchise agreements are set up, you've you've got systems in place with your employees, you built the relationships with the brands, the the local chamber of commerce or whatever, wherever you're working and it's 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 um a very transferable business. So it 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 takes a lot of work. It, it's never over and, and we like to be there every step of the way and help our clients do that.
0: And then what you mentioned is a good piece of advice for someone thinking about exiting. This isn't, you don't think about exiting, you know, the day before you exit, this is something you better be planning for years if you want to get it right.
1: Yeah, that, that that is so critically. um, It's very important because um, you know, buyers to me, they, they can smell weakness. And if, if you're, if the ducks aren't in a row, so to speak uh, it's going to come out in the purchase price. So to the extent you can, you know, have all your systems in place, uh, the, the physical um, upkeep of your of your restaurants is important. the The retention of your employees, uh, like I said um, the the um, the leasing situation, the franchise agreements all those things. And then really, if, if, you, if you're doing it with family members that everybody's on the same page of, of how you're going to do it, if you have various um, active and passive business partners, all those conversations take time and, and it, it may take a period of months or even a year or two to get, get all stakeholders aligned. And, and, and we see once, once they're aligned and you do go to market, the, the process works much better and it's a better outcome for all, 100% sure of that.
0: Now, when you're working with your clients, is this something that you're advising them and saying, "Hey, we recommend you do A, B, and C," or is it something where you're rolling up your sleeves and, and actually kind of diving in there as well?
1: Um, you know, three of us three of us come from from CPA backgrounds originally before we got into franchising, so we we enjoy uh, digging into the numbers and and, and seeing the nitty gritty of what what they're. Um, performances from a financial standpoint. So we, we welcome those conversations and want to know what they're thinking. We can give advice along the way and 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 get them ready for for their next step. And, and whether that's to sell the company or to to recapitalize it with with a new banking partner, to have the financial information in in good working order and understandable from an underwriting and a diligence perspective is critical for ultimate success of whatever whatever that client is looking to achieve.
0: Now, for you, uh, what do you need more of? How can we help you?
1: Um, we 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 love people. We work with franchisors, um, but we, we love working with franchisees. We'll, we, we talk to many people that we don't end up engaging. We're happy to help. And if we think we can help, um, we try to refer them over to s- folks in our networks that, that, that may be a better fit for them. Um, the franchising world, the ecosystem that is franchising, is a very... Um, Friendly culture, in my opinion, uh, people move on from different brands, different banks, different systems, but uh, there, there's a real sense of camaraderie. Um, we we love hearing from franchisees. Uh, we we really respect the the risk they take, the effort they put in. You know, they're the ones that are running those businesses, and 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 you know, there's there's no text or phone call that's too early or too late at night. There's there's no nine to five with us. We know that's the way they live. Uh, and it, you know they put everything heart and soul into those businesses, and we try to match that effort. And we'd be happy to talk to uh, any any potential clients that that need our services and and would would welcome a chance to um, you know help them attain their goals.
0: And then the pain or frustration they're having right now is they're they're either thinking about growing or exiting or they're at some point of transition. Is that where you guys come in?
1: We certainly can, and, and we're having those conversations now. Um, you know, some some systems and some brands um, may have been impacted a little bit um, differently than others, and so we're trying to work with folks to hang on. And, and And if you can, can you make it another six months? There's light at the end of the tunnel. The, the 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 market performance is improving. The you know, if you think you can make it to the end of the year, I think you'll 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 achieve a better. Um, Sales price on the way out. Where um, others, there they've really had a, a gangbuster um, last two or three quarters, and there's just such demand in the market for um, um, healthy enterprises. And and really, you know, I, again, I think if you see um, brands that have have nailed the um, drive-through component, have nailed the um, the digital, the digital online ordering, you know, contactless pickup, um, payment systems, all those things. There, there's a real sophisticated group of um, franchisees look with um, dedicated capital behind them looking for opportunities, and, and we try to make those matches happen, and, and they are happening as we speak.
0: Yeah, that's one of those things that if you were able to get that uh, figured out, then that's the gift that's going to keep on giving.
1: It is. It is. And, um, you know, uh, the, the customer always wins, and, and the customer spoke loud, loudly than ever. And, you know, I, I think, the, um, uh, unfortunately, COVID um, – you know, exacerbated the issue of of the winners and losers here, and you know things may go back to normalcy in some regards, but but customers' expectation for convenience and um, choice uh, isn't going away, and the brands and the franchise groups that that understand that and and work with them, in work with their businesses to to meet and exceed the customers' expectations, like always, will win, and we've certainly seen that happen um, at, at a bigger. Bigger rate because of, of, of the COVID impacts.
0: Well, Dan, congratulations on all the success. If somebody wants to learn more about what your firm has to offer, is there a website where they can get a hold of you?
1: Uh, there is. Um, sure. It's um it's see the the number two advisory group.com. Um, they they can certainly reach us there. My my email if if I can leave that is is Dan at See the number two advisorygroupcom And honestly, I, I, I'm happy to leave my cell phone number. I, I take any cell call at any time. It's 617 784 7866.
0: Well, Dan, congratulations on all the success. And thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work for this industry, and we appreciate you.
1: Lee, thank you for having us. I appreciate it. And and best of luck to all your listeners. Thank you.
0: All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.